Hey friends, and welcome to the Paparazzi Stars Podcast. Here, we chat about all things paparazzi. Tips, tricks, suggestions, and weekly challenges. All to help you grow and explode your paparazzi accessories business to rock star success. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Papa Rock Stars podcast. My name is Anya Bohm, and I am your show host. Today, I am so excited to welcome to the call Tyronica Carter. Now, before we jump into all the juicy details she is going to share with us, don't forget to head on over to paparockstars.com slash Tyronica for the show transcript, a special call image, and to re-listen to the show. Again, that link is paparockstars.com slash Tyronica. So let's jump right in to today's interview. I'm going to tell you a little bit about Tyronica to get things started. Tyronica has reached the rank of fashionista in paparazzi. She is crown 25, and as of the the time that we recorded this, it's going to air a little bit later, but as of today with the recording, she has 3,004 team members. Isn't that amazing? Ironica has been a full-time teacher for 15 years, and she's also been married for 15 years. They have two boys that are just adorable. If you see them on Facebook, you will be like, oh, stay away from my teenage girls because you guys are heartthrobs. In 2016 and 2017, she won the Paparazzi Incentive Trips. That is where I first met her on the trip in Cabo. And also in 2016, Tyronica won Rock the Runway. So she has one of the Z Collection necklaces named after her. Now, if you're super lucky in the future, they will bring that back from like the paparazzi time capsule. But odds are, if you weren't there and you did not snag a Tyronica, you're not going to get to because it's that special. Just available in 2016. So Tyronica, did I leave anything out? I think you did a good job, Anya. (laughs) Awesome. Well, let's jump right into the questions for today. What got you started with paparazzi? Well, um, I began paparazzi March 2015, and two years prior to that, I um, was doing a vending event because I also make and sell handmade candles and um, fresh air fresheners. And so I was doing an event vending my candles, And there was a girl there selling paparazzi. Um, This was 2013. And I noticed how everyone was going over to the counter. I saw $5 jewelry. So I moseyed over there myself, and I even bought a few pieces. I spoke with a girl. Her name is Lisa Hill. She is my sponsor now. And I spoke with her about the opportunity, and she told me about it. I was like, wow, this is cool. I said, but, you know, I'm just now starting my candle business. This is my baby. I make them myself, and I really want to, you know, work on my candle business and build it up. Um, like I, like you said, I'm a teacher. I was learning about marketing my candles. I was learning about networking, and I just wasn't ready to add anything else. So for two years, um, believe it or not, um, Lisa and I chatted back and forth. There were times I called her and I said, okay, Lisa, I'm ready. I, I want to start it. I left her cold. I didn't start. She would follow up with me every now and then, but I just wasn't ready. And finally, in 2015, I told my husband at the beginning of the year, I'm ready to for us to add a new stream of income. And I said, I think I want to do the jewelry business. And he said right away, he was supportive, and he said, I think that you'll do really good at that. You love costume jewelry, and you can work it. So I called Lisa, and I set up a meeting. I said, okay, this time I'm serious. 
I want to do the business. And my husband and I met with her for lunch. Um, little did I know that the um, starter kit had become $99 because I was prepared to pay the $300. And so, which I should have done anyway, because I sold that much jewelry my first month, but I've joined and I, from there, it's, it's, as they say, the rest is history. I'm so excited that I made the decision to do so because it has been awesome since that day. I love your story. And another thing that we actually chatted about in the pre-interview chat was how you have a husband and you have two boys, so you needed some estrogen in your life. You needed that girl time. So we're glad to have you. (laughs) I did. I definitely needed that girl time and to do girly fun stuff. So, yes, that that was a good plus as well. Another thing that I just wanted to highlight in what you just said for everybody listening is you didn't jump right in right away. A lot of times people don't. It took you two years. And Lisa had to be persistent. She had to follow up. If she just would have been like, this girl's never going to do it after the first couple of times, we wouldn't have you and several other elite leaders that are under you. Teams rocking like crazy (laughs) if she just let it go. Right. I use that story a lot with my team to um, tell them that because I let them know, hey, guys, when someone tells you no or they're not interested or they just kind of give you the cold shoulder, um, we know all this time we say no means next opportunity. This wasn't their opportunity to do it. So there will be another opportunity. Um, I gave Lisa, and I say all the time, I gave her the runaround for two years because there were times that I called her and said, I'm ready. And then I would just not call her back or sign up. So I was that person for her for two years. But when I finally signed up, she didn't doubt me or put me off. She said, okay, let's meet up. And and from there, I signed up. So I was ready. You, That person has to be ready. What a great testament to that follow-up and that just pushing it, grinding it out until, until it is the right time for somebody. Okay, right. so the next question, what is your why? Why do you do paparazzi? Um, my why is that, as many of you know, um, educators, we have a hard job and we don't get paid a lot of money. Um, I've been teaching 15 years with a master's degree, and even that check was not putting myself and my husband and my family in a financial situation that we felt like we were stable enough um, to pay our mortgage, to pay our car notes. And um, so, as I said, I started my candle business, which was good, but again, that was something that I was building from my baby, myself up, so I didn't know a lot about marketing and networking and stuff, so the the business was okay, but of course it would have never um it would have never covered or or uh, taken over my income the way now that paparazzi is beginning to so I started paparazzi because I said, you know what, let me try to get at least a an, another five hundred dollars a month coming in the house, not really knowing the business that was my goal. Let me get another five hundred dollars additional a month, and so I began paparazzi and um the first month I signed four people made director and my check was like, okay, it wasn't $500, but it was more than what I was expecting. And also knowing what I had made on hand sales that month, I said, okay, this looks okay. And so that was my why. My why was to, to make additional income. And then another thing I tell my team all the time is as you begin to um, hit certain goals in your paparazzi um, why, your why changes. So over these past year and a half, this past year and a half, my why has changed a lot. So then it became, well, you know what, this is really cool. I'm learning a lot. 
Um, a lot of us, we grow up and our parents teach us, go to school, get a job, go to work. We're not always taught entrepreneurship. So then my why began to be, I want to teach my children about owning the business, working for themselves, and I've learned so much, and then they are seeing me working my business that they're learning about it as well. So that's one of my whys. Um, I wanted to get out of the classroom. That's another reason, you know, as, as my why began to change. Okay, this business could actually get me out of the classroom and be at home more and spend more time with my boys. Even though they're getting older and growing up on me, I still haven't been that mom to them that I want to be or the mom that I expect my students' parents to be to them. So my why continues to change. Um, now my goals, a lot of them, I'm meeting them. So one of my next whys is to not only get myself out of the classroom, but to retire my husband eventually. That's beautiful. And you actually even took care of my follow-up question with what has your why changed into now? I didn't send you that one, but it's so true. <laughs> when you start, things are different than when you have 3,000 people on your team. And when you're a fashionista, it has to grow and evolve, doesn't it? Yes, it definitely does. And and you're not even in that mind frame when you begin. You can't even imagine um you know, what your what your mind frame and what you're gonna be thinking a year and a half and when you grow and if you reach when you reach the um rank of fashionista, it's it's amazing um just how you grow as a person and how your your the way you look at things change. And that has definitely happened with me, um, with paparazzi and I just can't imagine how else my why can change and grow because I feel like those are my ultimate whys is to retire myself and my husband and for us to live a lifestyle that we just want to live of being able to have our own time and own our own, you know, money and have control over that. Won't that be amazing? I can't wait to see that Facebook post. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so now we're going to take a bit of a shift because a lot of the consultants out there, myself, I used to be included in this. I'm, I'm going to admit it. Um, we, we believe that the elite, you guys are superhuman. And so this next yeah. question is kind of designed to let everybody know that, you know, you guys have bad moments too. Some of them were some what we've experienced and you've trudged through them and you've kept going despite all of that and you've learned from it. So take us to that moment in time that is like your worst paparazzi moment. Oh gosh, I believe my worst paparazzi moment has to be, and this has happened to me a couple times, where I have um, had people host Facebook parties for me, and I've been the only person in the party, <laughs> um, you know, where they have invited several people. I have gone in. No one is interacting. No one has bought anything, and not even the hostess sometimes is interacting. Um, I remember the first time that happened to me, and Luckily, the first time it happened to me wasn't the first Facebook party I had because I can only imagine what my reaction would have been then. It may have been, you know, a couple months in, and I just wanted to stop. But I didn't because my prior Facebook parties, I had so much fun. It was fun interacting with the people, and I just kind of had the hope of, well, you know what, maybe if these people aren't here, they're going to – come in later. They're they're busy right now. They're doing homework right now with their kids or they're cooking dinner. So they can't come right now. So I kept posting and I kept posting. I don't want to say it made me feel any better. It didn't because it was still lonely. I played continued to post the games and play the games. Like, you know, people were there. I just continued the party as if people were 
there. But that has happened to me several times. What is the lesson that you learned from that? The lesson that I learned from that was to use those bad experiences as practice. As I continue to um, post in the party, I got good practice out of that. Um, Because like I said, I didn't post or continue to post. I didn't rush through it as if, okay, nobody's here. Let me just do this. I didn't do that. I ran that party the way that I would have ran a party if it was 50 people in there. And so I believe that what I learned from that is that I can, you know, use that experience as a practice um, moment because it may happen again. Or when I do my next Facebook party, oh, I did something different in that party that I can use in my next one. So that's what I want, you know, people to learn. When you have any bad experience, and that one's mine, um, I've had the bad experience, of course, we've all had that bad experience of opening up a piece of jewelry and it breaking on you, you know, or it, it didn't come out right. So use that experience as a practice moment, you know. Um, how can I how can I continue to make that better or let me keep going through this difficult moment and so that if it happens to me again, I'll know exactly what to do from that. I love that you say that you can always learn and you can always continue to grow because that's a constant thing. No matter what rank you're at in paparazzi, you can always continue to grow, right? Definitely, yes. So, Tyronica, what is a habit that you have that you feel contributes to your success? One habit that I feel like I have that contributes to my success is that I always try to outdo myself. Um, I know it's kind of cliche-ish and people say all the time, you are your biggest competitor look at look at that person in the mirror that's your biggest competition um to me that i take that to heart that is absolutely true um that is my habit i continue to outdo myself i compete with myself um trent always says to do better this month than you did the month before and when he when the first time i remember the first time i heard him say that and i was like that's it that's what i do that's my habit that I am. I'm always looking at, okay, if I did added one consultant this week, then next week I want to try to do two. Or I did this many last month, how can I do better this month? So one, that's my habit. I'm continual, continually challenging myself. Um, I feel like I definitely hold myself to high standards, and that's a notch that I want to reach. Just imagine the kid who as they continue to grow or practice, there's a string hanging from their ceiling at home. And they go and they're jumping, they're trying to reach that ceiling. They don't necessarily have to always grow taller to reach that string. They can reach that string by running faster to jump higher. They can reach that string by um, stretching or doing whatever they need to do to better themselves so that as they continue to practice and practice and practice, working on their jump, their reach, their aim, that's going to make them reach that string at the top. So that is definitely something that I practice that I feel like contributes to my success is that I do um, outdo myself. I don't compare myself with other people. You know, I do see other people in other teams, other people on my team who started after me, who are doing a great job, and I I, I applaud their success. I don't compare myself with them. My path and my destination is my own. So I'm not on this path or road per se um, 
with somebody. I work with my team members. We're all doing this together, but my path and my destination is my own. One of my all-time favorite quotes, and it comes from someone named John Lee Dumas. He has a podcast that I absolutely adore, but he Mm -hmm. says, compare and despair. And what he means by that is you should not be comparing yourself with others. You should be comparing yourself to the version of yourself yesterday. And that's exactly what you're talking about here. You're trying to exceed yourself. The only person you're comparing yourself to is yourself yesterday. Anybody else, it doesn't matter what they're doing. you got to stay in your lane and focus. And I just love that. Exactly. Yes, indeed. And I think a lot of people lose focus when they do that. Um, when when you're trying to keep up, as as you, the old quote says, keep up with the Joneses. You know, it's nice to look at the Joneses, and it's nice to say congratulations, high five. You know, but a lot of us, and especially as women, we we tend to carry envious, and you know, envy in our hearts, and and you know, ooh, what are they doing? And you can't do that. You have to focus on yourself, and I believe that comes with a lot of self love and a lot of um, you know, intrinsic. Um, motivation and you have to have that within yourself to do better and to succeed and surpass those things well and everybody's journey is going to be different whether it's your paparazzi journey or your journey in life like god has a plan for everybody and it's not all the same just like we're all not the same so comparing to somebody else's journey it's just going to make you unhappy Love that. So what is a a piece of advice you'd give to a brand new paparazzi consultant just starting out in their business When I have my new consultants join, one thing I love to tell them is you must brand yourself. That's the number one advice I give anybody who's beginning paparazzi. Um, You have to brand yourself. You're the jewelry girl now. So because of that, you need to go out there and show that. You can't sell jewelry if no one knows you're the jewelry girl. You can't have people to join your team if they don't know what they're joining and you're not showing them that. So brand yourself. People buy into you. They don't necessarily buy into the product. They're not necessarily buying into paparazzi. When they purchase from you, they're purchasing from you because you have branded yourself. When they join your team, they're joining you, you know, as their leader because you have branded yourself and shown yourself approved as the jewelry girl. Be consistent, especially when you feel like giving up. <laughs> you know, a lot of times we hit we hit that road and we want to give up, but that consistency has to be there. And once you brand it yourself, that consistency will come. So brand yourself as the jewelry girl. And I can attest to the fact that Tyronica, she does this herself. I see it every day on Facebook, and I follow her just because everything is so uplifting and so positive, and it's constant every day, and I love it. And it's not always like, hey, buy jewelry from me, hey, buy my team. Sometimes it's just a thought, but they're right. always positive. They're always uplifting. She posts pictures of herself wearing jewelry. Like, if I did not have a jewelry girl, I would know who to go to because she is consistent and she has branded herself. What would you suggest to a consultant who's feeling stuck in their business? What's one thing you'd tell them to do? I would tell that consultant to follow the leader. Um, One of the things I I preach and I tell my team all the time on our calls and my videos is to follow the leader. When I first started paparazzi and I was stuck because I had not a clue, like I said, about marketing, business, I'm a teacher. I don't know those things. When those emails came out every Wednesday with the leaders board, I looked for the top leaders 
I was like, okay, who is it that's at the top? Who are getting the kudos every week? And I found those people on Facebook, and I befriended them. And I looked to see. I didn't necessarily look to see exactly what they were doing, but more or less the style of what they were doing. I realized a lot of things I needed to change up about how I was putting it out there. So I looked to see what these people were doing, and then I tweaked it so that it could be me. You know, a lot of times we like to share and do things that we see other people doing, which is okay, but you definitely have to make it your own because when your friends and the people um, that's following you on social media, they see things, they'll say, okay, that must be a scripted something because that doesn't sound like her. Um, However, when you put it into your own words, into your own passion, then you begin to draw the attention of the people who know you that are following you. You know, being stuck means that you've reached your mind's peak of imagination. It doesn't mean that there's nowhere else to go. You know, sometimes that's all we know or we don't know what else to do. So your imagination has kind of reached its peak. So I would say, again, follow the leader. Befriend the top consultants in the company. Um, I tell my team another thing I tell them all the time, if my paparazzi and your paparazzi is the only paparazzi you see in your timeline, it's not enough. It's not enough. You have to befriend other people, even people outside your team. Find other people and befriend them because you need to revamp and refresh your ideas. And by surrounding yourself with other paparazzi consultants, you know, that will get you there. I think, my gosh, I probably befriended in the past year and a half maybe four or 500 paparazzi consultants. You know, and and it doesn't necessarily, I did say befriend the top leaders, but there are some people who are directors and and premier directors and executive directors who are on top of their game. So you want to find those people too. There's a lot of people who's on the leader's board. They're not always elite. They are people who are maybe just starting out, more people who have just kind of the light bulb clicked, and they're starting to build their business too. So those people that you are being always kind of in the little paparazzi circle or outside the circle. That's who you want to befriend, those people who continue to give you life and vision for your business because that's going to help you get out of that rut that you feel like you're in. So the things that I loved about what you just said there is you're looking for new ideas by networking with other people. You're looking at what they're doing because, I mean, it's great to have a team, but sometimes you'll get new, fresh ideas from people in other teams. So it's great to network, to get those new ideas, to keep things fresh, but also you want to network up. And by looking at who's leading the pack, by looking at who's on those leaderboards, you're seeing mm-hmm. who is driven, who is motivated, who is growing. You don't necessarily want to, this is going to sound bad, but you don't want to reach down. When you're networking people, mm-hmm. if you're reaching down, if you're reaching to the sides, then you're not going to grow as fast or as much as if you reach up and you're making friends with people that are more positive, more driven, more successful. That goes in life. It goes in paparazzi. It goes with whatever you do. So you want to make sure that you're networking up and reaching because that's where you want to go, right? Or those people that are growing with you. You know, Mm -hmm. so you definitely reach up because that's exactly what I did when I first joined. But then you also have people who are growing with you. So you're riding Mm -hmm. that ride together. So if you're at the same ranking, as long as you guys are growing together, you know, and that Mm -hmm. person is continuing to 
give you those nuggets and, and, and feed you with that positivity and you're saying that they're making progression as well, then that's definitely who you want to see in your news feed as well. Absolutely. Somebody else said, um, you are the sum of the five people you spend the most time with. And I think mm-hmm. that, I mean, in a greater extent, that's Facebook too. If you're spending time with some Debbie Downers or some people that are just complaining all the time, you're not going to grow and exceed as fast as if you're finding those people that are the movers or the shakers, or if the people that you're surrounding yourself with are those positive, uplifting examples. Like when you talked about your husband in the beginning, he wasn't like, girl, you are a full-time teacher. You sell candles. What are you doing trying to take on a jewelry business? He was like, Mm -hmm. you know what? Do it. And that's the kind of people you want to surround yourself with, those that are going to lift you up. So I love that. We could talk about this all night because it's one of my passion subjects, (laughs) but let's keep moving on. What is a quote that inspires you? I love quotes, and I love the fact that, matter of fact, when I do my newsletter for my class every week, I um, Google inspirational quotes for parents, and I put it up there at the top of my newsletter every week, and one thing I love is is our founder, Trent Kirby. I, I love going to his page and looking at his quotes. And there's so many there, but the one that he's recently posted that gave me a aha, I love it, that's it moment, he said, if you're working on something exciting that you really care about, you don't have to be pushed. The vision pulls you. And that's from Steve Jobs. And that quote right there was just like a drop the mic quote for paparazzi and for any person that's pursuing a dream. So many times we're we're saying, well, I, my team is not doing this and I can't motivate them and, and they're not doing this. And, and I tell people all the time, look, those are grown people. I can't, you know, we, we learned at convention that we don't motivate. We can only inspire our team. And with when you're working with grown people who want to make their business, you can't make them do it. So, This quote was so on point when he said that if they're excited about it and this is something that they're passionate about and they really want, then you don't, they don't have to be pushed. Their vision, what is their vision? What is their why for paparazzi? Why are they doing this? Where is they, where is it that they want to be? I gave my team and I did this last year too. I told them to make a, a goal for December 31st, 2017. Okay, we don't just do monthly goals. What is your goal for this whole year? So that's your vision. And if that's your vision straight ahead, then our monthly goals are going to be the the stepping stones that we're going to take every week, every month to get to December 31st. Um, So that that quote right there, it was just so perfect and on time for what your position as a consultant with paparazzi should be. You shouldn't have to look for your upline to do incentives every month in order for you to be pushed to sign so many consultants. It shouldn't be, oh, whoever signs five people this month is going to get, that shouldn't be what what's pushing you. You know, your drive and your vision, you should say, hey, um, my case, I want to get out the classroom. I don't care what Lisa is offering. That's not going to push me. I'm going to surpass whatever she says anyway. So I'm going because that's my drive. And what's driving me is the fact that I have a goal and I have something that I'm striving for and I'm not getting I'm not stopping until I get to that finish line. So that quote right there I really love and I think it's perfect for 
being a paparazzi consultant. I completely agree with you. I love that one. Now, what is a book you'd say is a must read and why? There's a book that I read years before I became a consultant, years before I started selling my jewelry. I don't even know why my husband and I had this book. Um, I think we may have gotten it at a garage sale, but because I don't have any businesses or anything like that, but it's called Getting Past No, um, Negotiating in Difficult Situations by William, I think that's Yuri, U-R-Y. And I like this book because it, of course, one of the biggest things that we have in paparazzi is recruiting and people telling us no or people saying, well, when I get paid or this weekend, when we'll talk this weekend, you know, you always have someone that just don't give you that yes. And matter of fact, that's another book that I plan on reading soon. There's one he has called um, out called Getting to Yes, okay? But this one is called Getting Past No, and I love it because in the book um, he gives you five um, simple methods for negotiating with anyone. When you're thinking, and it, and it's not just about paparazzi. I guess it's because I read it, like I said, before I became a consultant. So it's just negotiating, period, when it comes to anything in life that you're trying to get past no with anyone for. So I would definitely say read this book, apply the, the five methods that he speaks of to your paparazzi business and how you can, quote, unquote, negotiate. Um, getting that person to join your team and getting past no. Ooh, I'll have to check that one out. That's not one I've heard of before, but I love new book resources, so I'll have to check that one out. Here on the Pop Rock Stars podcast, I like to give a weekly call challenge. So what is one thing that you would challenge the listeners to do in the next seven days to take action in their paparazzi business? Okay, I'm glad you asked. <laughs> so you say what is one thing, so I'm going to give you one thing that's four and one. So awesome. <laughs> um, I have what um, came up with in early spring last year, um, the branding yourself. I spoke of that a few minutes ago, and I said, you know, what can a new consultant, what do I tell them to do? And I tell them to brand yourself. And that comes with a four-step process that when I have new consultants and I tell them to brand themselves and I tell them to do their first seven days, in paparazzi, this is what I tell them to do. Number one, I tell them to get noticed. Get noticed. Post every day. Begin to wear and model your jewelry every day. And tag close friends that don't mind being tagged. Like for my husband, he's getting tagged in everything, okay? I tag him in almost everything. So if you have a friend, sister, someone that does not mind, because that way when you're doing that, you're getting noticed, and you are also bringing in new people um, that you wouldn't have been able to reach out before because you're tagging somebody. So you're reaching out to their friends as well. Okay, so first seven days, get noticed. Number two, you have to build trust with your um, social media people. People don't trust what they don't see. So you're going to start showing people that you're working your business and how your business is working for you. So in those seven days, not only are you getting noticed, but you are you are giving them tidbits of how you're working your business, carrying your bag around. You're going to show them how, oh, my gosh, here I am at the 
gas station and the lady saw my bag sitting there in my car and just asked what it was or those type of things. You want to post those things. So show people how you're working your business, especially if it's fitting into your everyday life. You're at work and you're wearing your necklace and your coworker asks about it and you say, oh, I got the same one in my car. And you pull it out in the office and you make $50. So post those things, okay? That's how you build trust with people. And you have to consistently do all of these things. Number three, build loyalty, okay? Um, I say all the time, don't be the next fly-by-night direct sales consultant. Uh, I don't want to step on any toes with that one because I know a lot of people who are in different consultant um, direct sales companies. However, <laughs> you want to try to build loyalty with with the company that you are having an ultimate goal with, okay? So show and let people know how much you love and believe in paparazzi. They have to know you are the paparazzi girl. I, I mean, because at this point, I'm just known everywhere as do you have your jewelry? There's that jewelry girl over there, you know, family members. I'm the butt of all the jokes about that. But that's okay. I'll be that. They know that they can. Uh, that I have that loyalty to my company. You know, they're not going to catch me in a whole bunch of jewelry that's not paparazzi. Okay? And then number four, build customer. Make your 50 PV every month, guys. Make that 50 PV every month. When you build customers, you you build them by having the newest and up-to-date inventory. Keep your stock fresh and with you at all times. So in those these next seven days, make sure you're buying the latest and the newest inventory and that you have your 50 PV. Getting your 50 PV only ensures that you have the newest and update inventory, okay? So keep it fresh. So I'll go back real quick. This week, get noticed, build trust, build loyalty and build your customer, your clientele. Bam, what a way to end off the call. Like, seriously, I'm like, ooh, I got my next seven days covered. I know what I'm doing. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Well, Tyronica, I have, like, pages of notes. So I just appreciate you so much coming on the call and sharing these tidbits with us because I know that it will make somebody else just explode their business, and, uh, and I appreciate you. (laughs) definitely I love helping people and you know hey like you said elite people and I look I say elite people like that's not even me but I mean we're just (laughs) normal people it's just I'm a teacher I say that all the time like guys I feel like I'm up against other people who are business people I'm I'm a teacher a mom and this is new to me but I, I feel like my success is contributed contributed to because I love it and I show it and I um, in my enthusiasm with the business and how I post. And, you know, I just want to help other people have that same success and have that same feeling of achievement and accomplishment in this business. And that passion, it really is contagious. People, they want to be around that. Well, thank you again for listening into today's call to all of our listeners and to Tyronica for joining us. Don't forget to head on over to paparockstars.com slash Tyronica to listen again to share today's call with your friends, your team members, pretty much anybody, because no matter what business you are in, whether it's life, paparazzi, or anything else, you can learn something from this today. Um, Thanks again, and have a rockin' week. Bye-bye.